0: This is WFO Radio. All right, everyone. We are now joined by the
1: winning driver, Kevin Harvick, and crew chief, Rodney Childers, of today's Firekeeper Firekeepers Casino 400 in Michigan. Guys, first win of the season, kept the Heritage Trophy here, got that in Ford's backyard. Just talk about what today means for you. Yeah, well, it means a lot. You know, I think, um, you know, as as we went through uh, the first part of the season and, and you know, really not having everything where we wanted to, to be, and, and we just really just kept our heads down, um, you know, and just kept communicating and working and working through what we thought our weak points were. And, you know, really over the last five or six weeks, the cars have, have run um, a lot better. And, you know, a lot of that goes to just, you know, Rodney and Steve and – Dax and everybody just, um, you know, kind of just thinking about what we need to do different and trying things. And, and really, it's, it's gone smoothly um, over the last several weeks, um, you know, in the simulator, at the racetrack, and the way that things have, have raced. And so today, it just, it, it, we didn't have anything work against us. You know, that's the, that's the biggest thing that, that happened today. Pocono and Loudon kind of in the same position and just didn't have the end of it go right. And today, it went our way and uh, we were in position to, to capitalize on it awesome if you guys have a question for kevin or rodney just raise your hand and we'll get
0: a mic
2: to you we'll start right there with taylor
0: taylor DeSormo with mlive.com I was wondering if you got to give piper a ride in the car and uh, what was that like for you and what did she think of it
1: well she did go for a ride we had to talk her into it so um you know she she had uh, mentioned that she wanted to go for a ride if we won today so you know, just a really, really cool moment to be able to uh, let her experience a lot of these things that, that Keelan's got to experience so many times. And yeah, I think to, you know, hopefully she's old enough to where she might remember some of it and, and at least, um, you know, have some, some great video and uh, footage of, of everything that's happening. So a great day from a lot of different perspectives, whether it's family or team or, or just, um, you know, a lot a lot of things that, um, that feel good. How old was she last time that, that you won? Mm, she was probably was indie, so what was that oh, Tw- two. <laughs> I hear mom. Two. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't remember anything. I did when I was two. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to Steve and work our way around.
0: Kevin, uh, Steve see the Last the Lasco Press. Kevin, when you um handed paper the flag, she waved it like she knew what she was doing. Has she been practicing?
1: A lot of driveway races. Yeah. We <laughs> you know we we um You know, our life pretty much revolves around racing and even, even in the driveway, it's fine. You can tear anything up in here. You want, (laughs) it's not mine. So, you know, it's, um, you know, our, our life revolves around racing. So whether it's scooters or go-karts or whatever it is, they're, they're well aware of how to start and how, how a race starts and how a race ends. So we might even know what the black flag means. Do you know what the black flag means? Yeah. Are you in trouble? Yeah, we'll go to Jordan in the back.
0: Jordan Bianchi from the Athletic. A couple questions for each of you. Um, this is for both of you. What have the last two years been like for you
1: guys during this this winless drought? I, I mean, you know, for for me, it's it's um, you know, obviously, you'd, you'd much rather win, um, but you know, the end of last year, you know, it's kind of like this year. We weren't where we wanted to be. Um, you know, they they kind of took control and did did the things that that they wanted to do with the cars and. By the end of the year, we were in contention to to win races, and it didn't it didn't work out. Um, but you know, to get to victory lane. And this year started the same way, and they keep their heads down, head down, and grind away, and just start dotting I's and crossing T's, And next thing you know, it it comes together. So, I've been through longer winless streaks, and you know, it's it's fun to go through it with the with the same group of guys when you finally pop out of it, and and you're like, man, all that work feels pretty good now.
2: Rodney. Yeah, same thing. Um, you know, when you when you go from winning ten or 11 races a year to to doing that, it it's definitely a mental struggle. Um, you know, and and like he said, it just comes down to the people that are around you and the, you know, what what certain people you know say every day and and the way our team meetings go in the mornings and um just that dedication and and everybody n- nobody really ever changed a lick. Um you know, every single morning we act the same. We talk about the same things of what we need to do better and when we need to do it. And, um, you know, through all that, like when Claire told me it had been 60-something races, I was like, I had no idea it had been that long. But um, and, and it's really because it's the same every week and everybody works on the same things and tries to, yeah, we try to be perfect and we try to win. But um, when we don't win, we don't, you know. Have flames coming out of offices and and people going crazy. It, it's really about trying to figure it out as a team and and uh, move forward from it. And and um, you know I think you've seen that the last couple of months we've just kind of gradually got better. And and honestly that's that's been fun. You know just learning this car. And I'll admit I was probably the hard headed one all year. Just you know every week you talk about well this is what we did with the old car. This is what we won with with the old car. Well none of that matters anymore. So. Um, when you've done this for 20 years, it's hard to get over that. So um, I've, I've finally started to get over it, and, and hopefully um, that's a good thing, and, and we just keep moving forward.
1: And then the second question is for Kevin. Kevin, uh, a lot of veteran drivers that get um, towards the latter part of their career um, say that when they win, they start to appreciate the wins a lot more because they don't know when the next one is going to be. I'm wondering if that was the case for you today. I expect to win. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe I'm overconfident. I don't know. So it's um you know I expect to I expect to win until the door closes. And that's just the expectation that I have. It's you know it's just it's been the way that I've gone on the racetrack. And you know, I just I don't know that I'll ever be able to turn that off until it's until the door is closed and you just don't open it back up. I just I, I'm just not wired that way. We'll go to Dustin
0: and then Larry. Dustin along NBC Sports. Kevin, um You've been through a lot in your career, so your your study and how you do things. I'm curious about the mental toughness. Um, not, I'm sure at times the, the the winless streak aspects of it bothered you, but it doesn't destroy you. It, you know the pressure building. You know making the playoffs. It doesn't. You don't wilt. How have you kind of been able to refine that, and how how's that developed throughout your career, um, and how much you know experience helps helps you in situations like this? Yeah, I think I've said this in here before, but this is all easy,
1: you know, to, to deal with. It's really not that hard. You know, you just compartmentalize it and, and you know, you, you set it aside and, and you, you you know, we try to act like grown-ups and show up to work every morning and, you know, be productive about the conversations that Rodney was talking about and, and just, you know, you've got to believe in the things that are around you. you got to believe in yourself. And, you know, there's really there's really no match for jumping in a race car and, and taking over for Dale Earnhardt. So, you know, there's, there's just, there's nothing like that. There's nothing like that was for, you know, the first six or eight weeks. You just can't match it. Never will never come close. There's just, there's nothing even close. I mean, there's no, never going to be a media session that big again. There's never going to be conversation that big again. There's never going to be a bigger moment in my career. I've had all those. And, you know, it's just the rest, the rest of this stuff is, is pretty easy to deal with um, compared to, to, to those moments. So, and as you get older too, but, you know, I think, you know, that, that part comes with just life in general. But, um, you know, thinking back to, you know, looking at that, that Rockingham press conference, you know, there's probably only a few of you that were, that were there. Or remember it, but if you want to pull up some video and, and go find out what that looked like, it was you know it was a big enough moment to where Richard stopped practice and you know there were there were extra tents and it looked like looked like Trump was there. So um, you know it was uh, it was it, there's those moments you just you can't you can't match. And you know I think that everything after that is you know that was that was the training ground. That was the start of the process. Thank you. Good, to Larry, right there. You said uh, anyone that
0: doubted you didn't know you, basically. Um, just, ex- I guess, uh, say more about that, how, how you didn't have doubts going almost two years without a win, and what your win does to this playoff um, chase and the bubble it creates, you know, and the excitement over the last few weeks. for It creates
1: other- a big bubble because, you know, I think we were eighth, ninth, tenth in the points, so, you know, I think, um, you know, the, the, some of those guys that have, that have won races that you know, hadn't been doing very good. You know, it creates a real scenario to where, you know, there could be there could be at least sixteen winners. I mean you've still got Daytona, you've got another road course. There's a lot of things that, that can still happen here. So um, but yeah, I mean it's like Rodney said, it's been sixty five races because honestly, you know, there's been moments to where you go in and you're like, Oh man, you know, we if you think back you're like, well we probably wanna race sometime in between there, but we haven't and that's just the way this goes, and, and you just keep grinding away and you start over again next week, and tomorrow will be just a start-over process for, for Richmond. And I know it's boring, but, I mean, that's just the, that's the way that you approach it. And that approach really started several years ago when you know, we sat down and, and talked and said, okay, how do we race like the 48 every week? And really from that point on, it's been on. And you, you prep the same way. And it doesn't matter if it's a playoff race, last race, first race, you know, how do you maintain that preparation level and, and that's just how you plan? Before we continue all the questions for Kevin, does anybody have a question for Rodney? We can get Rodney back to the car. Okay, we'll go to Daniel first.
0: Daniel McFadden, uh French Frenchstretch dot French com, this is for both of you. Um, for, for a while today it didn't seem like forward was going to have much much of a say in whether it extended its winning streak at Michigan. So for you guys to swoop in at the last minute, sort of, and both end your winless streak and extend theirs here, what does that mean for you guys?
2: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I felt like we had really good speed all weekend and, and um, you know, as we were watching during the race and watching SMT and watching our lap times and stuff. Every time we would kind of get a clear lap, we were just as fast as the leader, and we knew that maybe if we could ever get there, we would be okay. One strong suit we had was on four tires on long runs we could we could pass cars, and a lot of people couldn't and um, you know you you would look there before we we got the lead because of the caution, and we weren't the best because we had put two tires on and got too tight but um I knew that if we could ever get there we could at least give them a run for their money and you know maybe maybe we weren't the best but um you know if you can run top three top four every single week you have opportunities to to take advantage of other people's mistakes or or fortunate cautions or different things and um you know like he was saying earlier it's really more about what went right today um you know we've had a lot of races that maybe things didn't go our way but Today was everything went right. Every pit stop was right. Every execution was right, and and uh, we just ended up in the right spot at the right time.
0: Okay, we'll go to Chris. Yeah, uh, Rodney. Uh, now that you guys have a win, what are you guys capable of in the playoffs?
2: Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if you can really answer that. Um, you know, going next week to Richmond uh, has been a, a great place for us, and and I I think you know we kind of need to go through a few more races. Like I, I say it in these meetings every every week and and um and everybody knows me knows what i mean you know we are still learning so much every single week it's uh you know you, you don't have like this little folder after the race you have this huge memory bank of of stuff that you have gathered and things that you could have done different and things that you should have you know done to the car or setup wise and it's really more about those those deals and you know what turned our corner I felt like was having 50 minutes of practice at Nashville we unloaded we were absolutely horrible and we changed everything on the car to start the race and we qualified up front and ran up front all night and we've done that ever since and so having 50 minutes of practice, being able to change stuff after, it, it's, it has changed our season. So, um, you know, every week we learn, and hopefully we're getting that a little bit better, and I think that you guys have seen that, and uh, we just got to keep pushing and try to try to you know, run with them guys, and, and we have. And if we can do that in the playoffs and be consistent and get through a round or two, we can, we can make some noise. We'll go to Jazz in the back right there evening
0: gentlemen jazz sharp with the podium finish when the quote patients never give up do you both feel like that's something that you feel like really means a lot considering all the trials and tribulations that both of y'all have gone through this year and also for kevin when it comes to that and i know that school's right around the corner and all that how would you be able to apply that quote with both of your children and just kind of give them the learning grounds of what you go through each week and be able to apply it in real life?
1: Yeah, well, our school's at home, so when they get up in the morning, I'd say, go brush your teeth and go to school. Um, but, you know, I think that there, there's really, um, you know, I think everybody understands the expectation. So there's not a there's not a quote or a saying or anything that's going to motivate any of us in my opinion. You know, I think it's the motivation comes from I don't want to let that guy down. He doesn't want to let me down. I don't want to let him down. And everybody shows up knowing that when I show up, I'm going to give all I've got and I know that when they show up, they're going to give all they've got and it's just super easy. It it really it really is it really is easy and and I think I always think actions speak louder than words. And, you know, I think for, for me, the, the, the way to show your kids how to do something is to do it and let them watch. And, you know, I think uh, Keelan will understand, you know, more of what, what today means and, and how much work goes into it because, you know, there are days that I'm up at 5.30 in the morning and he'll come down and say, where are you going today? I said, well, I'm going to the simulator. What are you going to do today? <laughs> he said, well, I guess I'll go back to bed. Um, but he knows. He knows that it's not just show up on Sunday, win the race, lose the race, and come home. You know, it's it's Tuesday sitting on the on the calls and and talking about it. It's Tuesdays writing the notes, and you know he'll come over during his break and uh, during school, and and you shut the shut the iPad down for 15 minutes so you can go shoot baskets or whatever they're doing on on their PE break. But you know those those actions they're noticed. It's kind of like they say. You know, you're teaching your kids how to drive when they're born, and you put them in the car seat, they see you from day one. All those habits that you have, they see. And it's not just driving, but actions speak way louder than words. Any final questions for Rodney? No?
0: Thank you, Rodney. Send you on to the next one. Okay, we'll continue with questions for Kevin. We'll go here and go around the right. Eric Young with the superspeedway.com. I'm going to piggyback
2: off of Chris's question a little bit, Kevin. You've got the win now, you're more than likely in the playoffs. How does that change your strategy going forward or does it change your strategy going forward?
1: It really doesn't you know I think um you know for us it's just you know i'm gonna I'm gonna debrief on Tuesday and write my notes down and they're gonna send me twenty seven emails of what the what the characteristics of the racetrack are and um all the different setup things and everything that they send me every week and it's going to be just the same routine we're just going to grind through the same things again next week and it'll be no different than the last 65 weeks that we've lost so um you know that's just that's just the that's the great part about having an experienced team and being around people for a long time and being able to have that trust in in people and and you know the the expectation everybody knows this is the expectation and and um, nobody's working towards anything different stay over here on the right
0: Tom with SeriouslyFastMedia.com. So obviously scored the win, get you guys in the playoffs. Going into the playoffs with just a couple races left, do you guys concentrate? Obviously, winning is key, but do you guys concentrate on stage points or just ultimately going for that win?
1: Nothing. Same answer. We're going to do the exact same thing that we do on a week to week basis, just to you know try to do the exact. We're going to do the exact same thing that we that we've done that we do every week. Come up here to Bob and then Dustin.
2: Uh, Bob Pockers, Fox Sports. Um, I had to look it up, but your last one was actually Bristol. Bristol win? Yeah, not Indy. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Oh, that was just the one that that, uh, Piper was at.
2: Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm curious. That was your ninth win that year. Is that Bristol? No. Was it dirt? No. Asphalt. Asphalt. It's
1: actually concrete,
2: Bob. Concrete. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) It's been a long day, hasn't it? But my my question is like is it is it strange at all to go sixty five races without a win after you had a season where you won nine races?
1: Not really. How many did I lose in the last losing streak? How many was it? It was like a hundred and something. I think it was a hundred and something and we won at Talladega, so I don't know. It's just it's just the way that it goes, right? I mean you look back at Anybody's career, and they go through losing streaks. We're just fortunate to end it. You know, I think that's the that's the best part, right? You know, is, is ending the streak. So, um, you know, I think that I think that you just like I have such a routine and and such a you know such a busy schedule of everything that's going on, trying to keep up with my stuff and trying to keep up with the team stuff and trying to you know, Keelan's racing in Europe and all over the country and, and all the things that, that he's got going on and then trying to keep up with everything that you have at the house and all the projects that we have going on. Like, it it's, I know it sounds just routine, but it really is a routine. Like, I live off my schedule. I live off the next phone call, you know, and, and plan the next thing. And and just, you. I pick up my phone in the morning and I say, this is what I have to do. And I literally just start doing that. Like, there's not, it's not like I'm going to, plan today. All right, we need to figure out how to end this losing streak. You know what I mean? It's just, you can't force those things. And I tell that to a lot of the young kids, you know, as you, there's nothing in this sport that you can force. You know, it it comes by doing the details right. It comes by having the right people. It comes by putting yourself in position, not making mistakes, dotting the I's, crossing the T's, not speeding on pit road. Um, Your feedback is what leads to the next week. And you know, your comments and the things that you say and the things that you do and the way that you go about it with, with the guys that you're around, whether it's your crew chief or your engineers, like that stuff is easy, you know, because of the fact that we've worked together for for so many years and engineers as well and, and like it's just it's so easy to say, hey, you know, this thing was garbage today, you know, and this is why. It's not but it's never it's never, hey, this was garbage and that's the end of the conversation. There's always a thought and they always process it, and then they'll come back with 27 questions. And they'll say, okay, was it was it here? And then you have to say, no, it's not there. It's here. And so being a part of those conversations and leading those directions is really what gets you back in the game. And, you know, I think um, but the, there was never a moment where I, I couldn't have told you how many it was. I know that today is the 777 start. So, I mean, we rolled triple sevens today. So... You knew it before, before I did, though. You wrote about it what, three months ago? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Too. yeah. Just like See, it just goes away. Yeah.
0: Dustin. Uh, Dustin Long, NBC Sports. Kevin, can you take me through the final restart and the advantage coming up to the line and getting the advantage, and then I'm sure, certainly, getting help from those guys battling it out to kind of give you that. that, that, that that run but just take me through that restart too. yeah so
1: the last restart I had the five behind me and I knew I didn't let the need to let the 23 up so I knew I knew I needed to drive it in the corner far enough but the five had given me such a good push you know I had a car length and I think Bubba got about you know up to my door and I knew that if we could just get off a of turn two um, we'd be in you know, we'd have a chance and then they were side by side and then we drove down into turn one and two the next lap and I watched them. I don't know what happened they all wound up all goofed up down there and up the racetrack and you know I just I was hoping that the 23 didn't didn't cycle out to be the second car because then we were going to have a a, you know pretty constant race on our hands but you know the more they raced the further we got away and that's that's what you want right you know to, to try to get away so they don't have a draft and and you know can make up that time quicker but um five you know, launched good. Five gave us a good push, and, and the key was just clearing uh, the 23 off of two and, and being able to uh, go, down the, go down the back straightaway by myself and not door to door and, you know, in, in a firestorm. So, you know, that, that all went smooth. Did you, did you see the
0: 99 with this
1: problem, or were you never on the I never, I never, I didn't even know he had a problem. Okay. We'll go to Jordan in the back. Jordan Bianchi, the athletic. Um, Baba came to Victory Lane, wondering what he said to you and what you said to him. Yeah, Bubba and I have a have a great relationship, um, you know. So, yeah, you know, we 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 talk and joke and pick, and I could tell he was a little bit frustrated because he knew how fast his car was today. Um, but you know, it's there's there's great respect there, and and we we have conversation a lot, you know. So it's um, you know it's fun to see them running good, and I'd much rather win though. We'll wrap up with Chris in the front here.
0: Uh, Kevin, going back to the playoff tracks, the second half, Kansas, Texas, um, Phoenix even, will the next-gen car be – you think it will race similar that it did like earlier in the season, or are we still part in that learning period where the teams have learned so much since the first time that they've been there with the next-gen car that it's going to be a completely different uh, aspect the second time around, especially in the playoffs?
1: I'm I'm really happy that we're going back to a lot of these racetracks that I can actually open up a notebook and not – Fire off out of the pits and say, "Well, I wonder how far I should drive it in today. I wonder if it's going to hit the limiters. I wonder if it's, you know, going to be tight or loose." And, and so at least going back to the thought processes will be way different for us, you know, as far as setups and, and things like that. But you know, I think um, we've learned a lot, and you know, I think that those setups will be will be different, you know. So, um, but I'm really looking forward to being able to open the notebook and have something there. Uh, yeah, I, I think you just, you know, the, the aggressive restarts is, you know, so important. So I don't think any of that will change. I'm sure there will be some of them lose their minds. All right, Kevin, thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. Appreciate it, guys.
0: This
2: is WFO Radio. Welcome to the party. Bye, bye, bye.
1: Subscribe to WFO Radio on iTunes. Never miss a show. And don't forget to write a review. W-F-O.